gossipers. It's your girl, Jossie Poo. I'm the host of today's episode, and I plan on talking shit about social media bitches because I feel like there's just so many different personalities on social media. You got the that girl. I know that's not grammatically correct, but yes, I said the that girl or the that girl. I don't know how you really want to say that. We got the girl who's the girl boss. We also have the vacation baddies who everyone wonders, do they have a job? Like, do you go to work? Do you have a sugar daddy? How can I also live the life you live? And then we also just have the Instagram model. There's never a hair out of place. She doesn't have any stretch marks. Her boobs are always perky. Like, who is she? I want to be her. Like, hello? We're cheersing to the social media bitches. So cheers, gossipers. Cheers. cheers. What does a bad girl need to have? Okay, so mm, the that girl. <laughs> I feel like- You I need to like- also say the quotations that girl so people know. Okay, the quotations that girl. I yes. feel like it's just more fun to say the that girl. So it we're like gonna say the that girl. There you the go. The girls on TikTok who are always like, oh my God, get up with me at 5 a.m. Run seven kilometers. To be not kilometers. Are we well, European? I feel like it's always the European. Are we Canadian? Canadian? No, the Anglo-Saxons the always have the- <laughs> not the Anglo-Saxons. <laughs> But you know but, the metric the metric units are just really different. <laughs> he said the kilometers. I was like, I thought we were imperialist over oh. here. Like, <laughs> no, you know that's that's a that girl move. She, she yeah, that's a that girl move. But anyways, so as Jeanette kindly pointed out, let's describe the that girl girls ladies on the podcast as well as our listeners can tell me if you identify in our comments obviously identify with this bitch okay and here's why this girl she really makes it a point and again i'm calling out the tiktok girls this may be a tiktok thing they're trying to make it a real thing i feel like youtube also has some influencers that are like day with me work with me and yes. I, I think i think it became more like prominent on tiktok but i can vividly i still i literally watched some videos on youtube today where it was like get ready with me for my day or like okay yeah okay okay so let's talk about it this girl social media girls the so no she's part of the social media community okay Mm -hmm, so she's mm -hmm. the girl who's like i get up at 5 a.m and then from 5 30 to 6 30 i do yoga in the park and then from 6 30 to 7 I walk my crusty ass dog. And then from seven to Don't seven, the 30, latte. I have, I make my matcha latte because it takes me 30 minutes to make the matcha latte. What are you a fucking barista? She then from be- seven 30 to eight, she's making herself spinach and an eggs, acai bowl. whatever, maybe an acai bowl. Yes. And then, and then she takes a shower. She's and done all and of this. Only, and it's only like 8 a.m. 8 a.m. It's only 8 a.m. Right? Like, hello? Like the sun has no, I'll risen. tell you exactly how these videos start. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. And then you go She's into She's not done now. with the background. I'm yeah, not fucking it. done. It's only okay. 8 a.m. I've been it's waiting. Only, it's only 6 a.m. right now on the podcast. <laughs> I've been waiting to talk shit about this bitch. Okay. Because I've tried to be her and I'm just not cut out for it. So now I'm going to talk shit about her. So, I'm being a hater. 
I'm a fucking hater. That's right. So this bitch, it's 8.30. Now she wants to take a shower to get ready for her corporate job. Now she's going to log on and work her nine to six. And then you know what she's going to do when she gets off at six o'clock? Because let's be real. Who really works a nine to five? She's working nine to six, 6.30, you know, if it was a rough day, a ratatata day. Then she's like, I'm going to go for another stroll and maybe take my pooch along with Or me. she'll go to like the art museum with her gal pals. Yeah. Like, you hello? Have seven a fucking job. You cannot tell me these bitches have any nine Not- to five. And then my whole issue. you have a nine to five. Some of them are also like in fashion or like in already in the influencer avenue. Mm-hmm. So they have a non-traditional job which is totally fu- like cool. Great. Love that. But they them. act like they don't like, this is my, yeah. that's and my then, problem. And then homegirls talking about going to sleep at 10 PM. Yeah. All right. First of all, I Do struggle to go to bed by 1130. Okay. I've been really forcing myself to be that girl, the, that girl by going to sleep before midnight. Okay. That's my first step. Clearly I'm still struggling. These bitches are going to sleep at 10. Do you not have anxiety? Because I know I do, and it keeps me up at night. Hello? Do I mean, like, no. these do girls not like real. watching TV? Like, I don't understand. Where's the TV? She didn't do you not watch once. Love Island in her like, video. Exactly. Their, their lifestyle is just so, and I love this for them. I really do. But not Jeanette making a face. I love this. For I'm them. just laughing. I'm sorry. But I, I just want to know how realistic is this girl? Right? Like, do you have very realistic? This is realistic if you apply yourself. I think it's very realistic. Are we not applying ourselves? I don't think I'm applying myself. Let me tell you. So, first of all, Natalie, please tell me in the mirror as uh, King Michael Jackson would say, (laughs) not the king. (laughs) So, literally, how these videos, obviously, for anyone that needs background, that's like, what the fuck are these crazy bitches going off about? Basically, this has become a trend off TikTok of everyone wants to become that girl, the girl who gets everything done, whose life looks perfect, who can do no wrong. And they're usually what? Tall and skinny. But that's, you know, besides the point. She's always skinny. And it's never a thick girl. Never a thick girl. <laughs> we got too much going on. But <laughs> they're always rich. Like, you can't tell me these girls are not like, these girls are not broke. They Well, I mean, broke. when you're when you're born into privilege and you you your life is set up in a certain way, it's almost inevitable. I mean, if you fail, like, if you have a like silver spoon in your mouth when you're born and you fail, like you really had to fuck it up. I agree with you. Like I, and not to cut you off, Natalie, but I've seen a lot of them where they're like young high school girls. And yes, I think that's exactly. awesome. Like, because they're setting them, they they're applying themselves. They have discipline. And that's something I never had in high school. Shit, I, I, I barely the, have it right now. That girl in high school. But that's the thing that people don't really. So I remember when these videos first came to be and like, granted, I like, like we all keep saying, it's not like we're, yes, we're shitting on them, but it's great to have the, those habits but it's like to make it seem like these habits are so realistic and oh anyone can do this it's like no some of us do have jobs that make us work late hours or make us get up early or have shitty ass commutes or have family members that we need to see or take care of like or have bills to pay so we have to do outside stuff or even what we're doing now like we have outside activities and like I know whenever I see these videos so like I was saying they always start same way the macbook clock and it's always on a macbook oh because you can't get that yes. shit on on a thinkpad 
or on a not on a Lenovo. I have on a Lenovo. Shout out to my corporate job. It's I have an I have a nice ass. HP. Thank you. Thank you. It's Mike. the big ass clock letters that show you exactly five forty five in the morning. Like and fuck like, you, bitch. Who's getting up at five forty five? We I'm work like, from you home. Really, like added Them. that to your laptop just to take a video of that. Like I get it. It's fucking early. It's dark as shit outside. Do you think I think it's eight in the morning? Like the seasonal depression hasn't even kicked in yet, bitch. And you're over here fucking up at five forty five. No, five forty five. The part that annoys me the most is the ones that do laundry. Why the fuck do you need what to do are you laundry, doing laundry for at five forty five? Why? It doesn't make any sense. So they go about their day and, you know, they, like we said, they work out, they have the shower with eucalyptus and with like plants. I didn't know Fuck when we started putting plants. I do love showers. putting eucalyptus Honestly, in Honestly, eucalyptus in the shower really does change things. Yeah, yeah it's fucking work. nice, you whatever. Like, listen, I have Jeanette, my I think they're the problem. I, right? I'm Are like, you? Wait, I'm wait. sitting here and I'm like, this is not that bad. Are you guys the like, that girls? I think, I think I'm a realistic that girl. Yeah, and same. And, and listen, I think if these girls are running, like some, that's, some, that's some people's vice. That's how they get through with their day. Right. So like you guys have the bachelor. I could care less who gets married and who goes to what I Okay. That's not what um, go, keeps me going or gets me through my I know, day. But that's yeah, what I'm yeah. really just, like, I don't even watch the bachelor. Okay. What I'm saying bachelor. is like, that's, that's your release, right? That's your moment of like, I literally will do nothing but just watch the show and get entertainment out of it. And maybe for that girl, it's like, she wants to run seven kilometers. Okay, let her run her goddamn seven Bitch, kilometers. Bitch, you're on the fucking metric system in America. Okay, the only country that doesn't use here. the metric system. I feel like kilometers just sounds like part of the lingo of that girl would say. So I'm just impersonating. Also, I do want to say I'm a realistic that girl. Why? Because I do work out and I take that very seriously. That's my thing. Like I, I go to the gym. I would like to make this very clear because Jeanette's just I to be I'm a lazy bitch. Jeanette's about to sit on my couch and watch like, the Bachelor. I work out every single day. Listen, if you are stupid, you take it personal. That's your problem. All I'm trying to say is I am sympathizing with the that girl. Why? Honestly, like. I watch the that girl videos and I am really not that offended. I literally I'm like offended. you go, girl. I'm just saying I think, it really I think it's amazing. It I'm not a hater. Me. I'm not a it hater. It motivates me it. because I'm like, listen, if this 16-year-old little twat can get up and run seven kilometers before she goes to high school and goes to wait, wait, me. Jeanette, are you British? Because you're I'm not like a twat. You're using twat. Like, <laughs> have you been watching Love Island UK? Are you no, I don't are you fit? But are you saying, fit? <laughs> what I'm saying is I feel like it sometimes does motivate me. Um, I, I I think I'm more on the realm of like the realistic bad girl when I'm on the TikTok realm. I rarely get the bad girl aesthetic Same. videos. Um, I get more the realistic one. Like I forget this girl's name, but she actually has, I think like bipolar or like schizophrenia. She has some type of like mental, it might be depression. Don't quote me. I don't know what she has. She has some type of mental, um, you know, whatever, uh, illness health concern whatever you want to call it and she she goes through her day and she's like hi welcome to the day of uh whatever that girl with a mental illness and then she like talks about her meds and then she sometimes she'll go to the gym sometimes she's like fuck it I don't feel like it so like I like that I I like the relatability of that but that's not the girl that we're talking about 
Well, I know right. we're talking about the clean cut, perfect blonde, beautiful, long legs, like well, fucking Adriana Lima, secret model girl. But going off of what you said, Jeanette, I mean, yeah, what I think you just said, they're usually 16. And like, that's that's the thing is you go to the comments of these videos and people are like, oh, I just wish I could do this. Like, oh my God, you're like, they're praising them. And I get it. Like they deserve praise. But these people also, a majority of them do not have full-time jobs or their jobs are content creators or on Instagram, which is fine that there's no hate. Obviously that's partially like what we do, but the thing is like they get to have the luxury of getting up early, doing all these things, uh, just sitting home and drawing and doodling and reading their book. Like I don't What time I, do you go to work, Natalie? 8 a.m. I have to be. You could be up at five. That's at the desk. You, 8 a.m. At the desk at 8 a.m. So you probably leave your house at 7.30, right? Sure. Zika. Okay, <laughs> so so you probably Zika free to shower and get ready. You need thirty minutes. So between five and seven, you have two hours. You could journal. You can run seven kilometers. You can. <laughs> yeah, but I want to sleep. That's I, the I thing. I don't care that I can that's do it. That's the whole point. Like, if these women want to do that, good for them. Like, okay, I, okay. I I will say I saw this one. I don't know if she's a bad girl, but I saw this girl, beautiful woman. Um, she, I actually followed her on Instagram before I saw her on TikTok. And um, she had a whole like physical change. Like she used to be very overweight. She hated her body, whatever. And now she's beautiful physique. Wow, snatch, love her. Um, but she went on to talk about how like she gets up at like 4.30 in the morning. And I'm not saying everyone has to do this. That's what's beautiful about life. You guys get to do whatever the fuck you want without people, you know, poking at your life and telling you how to live it. But she, as an example, she gets up at 4.30 in the morning and she says, I, if I don't work out from five to six, I will hate my day. I will hate taking care of my kids. I will hate cleaning the house. She's like, because that's my hour. And she's like, I can't work out after work. Um, so like, that's, I think that's just the mentality that I'm trying to put us in. Like some people just are morning people. And if you're not one of them, that's totally fine. Um, the gym at six I, I agree with you. Are some of these that girls privileged and naturally beautiful? And do they come maybe from a life of privilege where they don't have to, you know, go to like McDonald's and scrub a toilet and, you know, like, yeah, of course, but that's the whole point. Um, if we think about, and I'm not trying to name drop or slander, so don't sue me, but if we're thinking about like, who are these TikTok girls, the ones on Hulu now, what's their name? The Demilios. The Demilios, right? Okay. They were from Connecticut, which is a notoriously wealthy state. Like that's, that's wealth. You tell me a, a wealthier state than Connecticut. I probably couldn't tell you one. Um, that's usually where all the boarding schools are at. That's usually where all the people with wealth and those big ass houses live. And those are young girls who maybe had talent and the right place, the right time, the right video, they got noticed. And now they have a Hulu show. I think it, it money does help hundred percent. But I think you can do it even if you're broke. Um, it's gonna you're gonna have to work twice as hard. And I think if you're not white and skinny and naturally, you know, considered beautiful in society standards, you're gonna have to work three times as hard. But that's the reality of a minority. Right. And is there also a male version to this? I'm just wondering because I can get it. I hundred percent. I've been 100%. getting the male version more. Maybe it's just my FYP that knows I'm single, but I've been getting the more male version of that girl. I guess on my is FYP. it the fat to fit guy? So it's I literally like the guy version. I literally the, the guy, guy version. It's very therapeutic. So they start their day. There's this one so guy. Hot. He's he's Mexican. Lives in Chicago. And he's like, I grew up in a rough neighborhood. So this is like how I live my life now. And he like wakes up, makes his bed, and I'm literally watching this. I was like wow i can really do that but i don't know the 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 that guy if that's what they're called 
when they, they I, that turns me on, I'm like, oh my God, you have no clue how easy it is for a man to be attractive to women. Like he wakes up, he washes his face with something aside from a Dove bar. So yeah. he I'm has Lululemon underwear that he bought for himself. Oh, like, lululemon you know underwear. I mean? He has a diffuser that that he turns on. Like, you know, it's no, not and you literally go through the comments like because I live in the comments on TikTok. So I'll go through like the guy's video version of this, I guess. And the girls are just like, where are you? And he's just like, I'm right here. Just yeah. <laughs> I love literally those guys. watching these. And I was like, what kind okay. of novella comments are you going okay, Honestly, okay. I should start what commenting about- and be like, can you teach me to be that girl? Okay. Slide in his DMs. I should. So what about, what about the girl boss? Do we feel like the girl boss and the that girl the that girl are the same i don't think so i think the girl boss applies more to like someone who i mean i a lot of these things can be interchangeable because i feel like in today's day and age you know i could be like oh joss you're that girl you girl boss go you and it's like did i say the same thing (laughs) yeah but i feel like the way that i see it is a girl boss is more someone who like entrepreneur like she's she's an entrepreneur she has her own company or she's like working to get there um she's you know not to say that the that girl isn't intellectual but again i think it relies more on like that girl to me is more like discipline and you know starting your day type of content where the girl, girl boss, boss is kind is of like motivation i'm not gonna lie though. i have my company you know whatever hashtag girl bosses are so fucking annoying on instagram i have i one agree on i instagram. think i may hate the and girl she, boss more than this, the, that girl. this individual because god knows if this would ever get to her ears was at a certain event and they were hashtag girl bossing it all up they were posting videos of like these different motivational things is this mlm related yes and i'm like live your life live your truth but i was like this is so annoying it was like at least 10 minutes on her instagram stories i was like i could have gone to mass like after watching this girl boss term has honestly been tainted because like for example i could see someone like jocelyn as a girl boss like she i think we're all girl bosses right i'm just using her as an example right yeah like everyone is a girl boss yes but i'm just saying like what you would so we're not so it's we're just like not the bitches getting easily offended oh no i wasn't getting offended i was saying in the sense of like everyone's a girl boss in the sense of like they're who they are is what i'm Mm -hmm. saying no i wasn't it wasn't about what jenna was saying no we're just joking i'm just joking like right like what i'm okay so anonymous woman she's independent she lives in a large city <laughs> she pays her own bills i and you know like the song she don't need no man she pays for her own nails her hair like that's what i'm th- like girl boss to me is synonymous of independence with what you're touching on vanessa to me is like i feel like the mlm community sorry um has gone out of its way to are we really- not gonna call them the fuck out they had well i'm just saying sorry to those who are offended i'm apologizing they're cold they're like sorry no i'm saying the mlm what they are the multi-level marketing like you know what i'm the period i know who you were but the listeners may not know okay mlm multi-level marketing also known as pyramid schemes i don't know google it but anyway i think that those that community unfortunately has root has targeted women because they know that women are looking for that independence, whether it's they don't want to do the nine to five or they have kids or they have other things going on in their lives that don't meet the nine to five like regimen. But I also feel like because they've targeted women, they've also 
taken this, like, I don't know if you guys have seen that where it's like, Beyonce has the same hours in a day as you do. Like, what are you going to do with them? And it's like, it's like that mentality to me is so toxic. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, I and it's off. That's because Beyonce. I'm not Beyonce. Like, you, and it's like, hey, go out there and be a girl boss. Drink your coffee, sell your breast milk and like make money. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'll real. sell they your have, breast milk. They have said that. They literally are telling women to sell their breast milk to buy inventory to sell to people. It's yeah. insane. So like the girl boss, when it comes to MLM to me is like toxic. But I separate the girl boss from that. I just I'm like, the girl I, boss. I hate the term so much now because yeah, like, I, I feel, feel like, like why can't, girl why boss can't we just, just be boss? Like, why can't we just be bosses? Like, I don't know why it has to be girl I, boss. I and it's like, it doesn't, I don't know. Like, just I think people, why do you have to be a boss? Why a can't boss, you just like, be a leader? I don't know just why be a we boss. Like, no, be a boss. And people, I don't want to be a boss. We'll say like, I, like, I a leader. like, why do I have to separate myself as like, oh no, I'm a girl boss. It's like, no bitch. I'm just a boss. I watched a, I think it was a Ted talk. It was a, just a clip of it, but Tracy Ellis Ross, the woman from blackish, you mm-hmm. know, Diana Ross's daughter. Um, For older listeners before blackish, she was in girlfriends. And yes. That's all. Diana Ross's daughter. Right. So she did a TED talk and she was basically talking about how she, she obviously is not married and doesn't have any children. And she was like, I've built a successful career. I've been in so many successful shows. I've won, I think she's won a golden globe or an Emmy. I can't remember which one she's like, I've been a great daughter, a great sister, a great like aunt, blah, blah, all these things. She's like, and yet people are still asking me this day, like, why don't you have kids or why aren't you married as if that's all I'm good enough to do. Like forget all my other success or everything. She's like, I've lived a good life. I'm happy where I'm at, but people don't let me be happy for where I'm at in my life. And it was just so like, and obviously this little kind of pushing past the whole girl boss thing, but it's like, I think that's kind of why the name came to be, but now it's just turned into this like, oh yeah, let's all like band together. And it's like, if we were just all kind of on equal playing fields, you know, and if it was all kind of understanding that we all have the ability to work and go after things that we want, then we wouldn't have to have these like ridiculous connotations tied to these names. Like we could all just be bosses. Like we keep saying. I agree. I also think that there's kind of like a certain stigma. I feel like to being like a girl boss that it's like, you can't be a girl boss and have the kids and have the husband. Like, I feel like it's kind of like you have to sacrifice one where it's like, why is it like that? So I kind of feel like that ties into being girl bosses. And I've seen a lot of women and women of color as well who are I would say are like girl bosses who are over 30 and single and don't have a man don't have a kids and like people question them the same way they question Diana Ross like why don't you have a man and it's like like why does having a man and having kids like make me more or less of a girl boss so I unfortunately and not to sidetrack I think the whole kid and marriage situation is unfortunately a disadvantage because the way our society is set up and I've touched on this before in previous episodes but I do feel that our society is set to accommodate married couples and their families and their children and it's absolutely ridiculous because if you were to think for example let's say Natalie gets married she has seven kids right and she moves to the state of Wyoming um you know she's like, Hey, come visit me. And it's almost expected of us, the single friends. If I was single, I'm sorry. <laughs> the single friends are the people that aren't married with kids. Are you single? We there. don't know. <laughs> wow. Surprise guys. Um, no, for like the single people 
to fly out and visit and da 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 because if she does fly out with her seven kids, like accommodations and this and that, and then let's say Natalie does get married and have kids. I'm just using her an example as an example. Um, we're expected to go to the baby showers and the baptisms and the recitals and this and that and bring presents and the birthday parties. And it's like, do people that aren't married or people that are single get the same attention as people who are married and who have children and who have built families? That's just my two cents. I do think that unfortunately society does set us up to have this standard that we need to get married and have kids. I agree. So moving into our our next social media um, personality, we have the vacation baddie. Now, is she on a vacation? Does she have a job? Is she a sugar baby? Sugar baby, right. I have so many fucking questions. Now, listeners, we have, we've gone through the that girl on social media. We've gone through the girl boss on social media. Now we're at the girl who... She's always on vacation. And I'm like, do you work? Do you have bills? Okay, is there a difference between the girl who's always on vacation or just the person who travels for a living or who works remote? Well, there's a different, you know, if someone travels for a living because all of their content is a, about specifically where they Being are like at. a travel influencer. And it's very, yeah, it's very tra- like, hey, yeah. I went to this place. This is how you, this is what I think of this place. This is what I think of this hotel versus the girl who's always on vacation and she's just showing or he showing that he or she is they if i will are on vacation but nothing nothing you're the person's just in turks and caicos i don't the person know. is just in the mafi coast how did you go from turks and caicos to the mafi coast in I italy a whole different continent i don't know if you guys follow her but she used to be kylie jenner's old assistant do you guys victoria? follow her? victoria no. i follow her on instagram because like i love her content but she is that girl who's always on vacation. Like one week she'll be in Jamaica. Like she was just in Italy for three weeks. And then she was in Turks and Caicos. And obviously she's like best friends with like Kylie's friends because she was around for so long. So you'll see her go to these different people essentially and always be on vacation with different sets of people. And I literally noticed it. And then I looked into it because I was like, how much is this girl worth? And like her content for a post will bring her in like $20,000. So she's not almost like a travel influencer, like what Jeanette was saying. It's almost like she's being paid to just be in a bikini and like live this glamorous lifestyle when she like, she's basically a revolve girl. She's living the dream. I mean, it's a nice, now I don't hate on this girl as much as I hate on. Oh no, I don't hate on her. I was just like, you haven't hated on anyone, Vanessa. I have. So now it's time for me to clean myself up Yeah, go for it. Like a Lori Harvey. Like I feel like Lori Harvey for a long time was like a vacation girl. And she was always on vacation. Let's talk about shit about Lori Harvey. She was always on vacation. No. I don't know who this is. Lori Harvey? She's Steve Harvey's stepdaughter. She's dating Michael B. Jordan. She's hot. She's hot, <laughs> beautiful girl. So she but, so she comes from money and she's dating Michael B. Jordan, who also has money. So of course she's gonna be traveling all the time. Well, she comes from money because her mom married like a drug dealer, and so her dad's like a drug dealer. Listen, it's, it's a mean, fucking it's wild. A mean, it's her a means to an it's a means wild. to an end. If if she's got money, she's got money. Period. She's got money, but that's not the point. The point isn't that she has money. The point is, is that these girls who and I'm not being a hater on the vacation baddie because I feel like they've figured out how to finesse the system versus the that girl and the I haven't girl really boss. Who's a vacation baddie. I would consider 
them a vacation baddie. They work a nine to, they actually work in the service industry. So not even a nine to five. Um, and they're on vacation at least once a month. Wait, why do they work in the service industry? Because that's the job they have. They- no, I'm not talking about people that, oh, I'm not talking about people who are on um, vacation once a month. I'm talking who about people. T- but if, okay, but if you go to this person's social media and correct me if I'm wrong, y'all, this person, you would never, you could never tell he works or they work in the sim- service. They industry. also recycled their images. So they post as if they're still on vacation. And, and what tells you that these other people don't recycle their images is what I'm trying to say. You make Listen, some points. I think, I think what I'm I want fucking drunk say, off the Savion blogs. We can tell. <laughs> I want you to take away from this conversation. I've and been I eating today. <laughs> I tell this to my family all the time back in Colombia is listen, the, the, point of view that I put out of my life because everyone's like oh my god you live this beautiful privileged life I put out on my social media what I want you to see right and and that is the truth behind every single other person out there whether they have clout or not everyone's going to put out the best of them because that's their portfolio that's their I know but it's just funny because I'm like bitch are you still in Italy or even no, I have a friend. I, have I a guess friend. we never know because I have a friend who was <laughs> who was vacationing in Costa Rica for her birthday, and I texted her and I was like, "I thought you were back in New York," and she was like, "I am," and I was like, "Bitch, you're still posting like you're in Costa Rica, and it's been a week." Listen. And she's like, "Do you have a problem with it?" And I was Ooh. like, "No, but I think it's funny. Like, I don't have a problem with it." I went to a I music just think festival two still- weeks ago, and I still haven't posted anything. My drop today, my drop tomorrow. Who knows? But Honestly, I just think it's yeah, funny. If I go on vacation. I'm recycling those images for at least a month. Yes, but you're also posting images in between that. Like, I'm talking about the people who are literally posting, like, like acting, they're like posting they're like they're at dinner, right? Like now. the Revolve girls. Let's yes. talk about it vacation girls it. are like the revolve girls yes you have those girls who have a sugar daddy whatever but those sugar daddies in order for them to sustain that they have to work a nine to five so i wouldn't really consider them vacation baddies i consider mm. like the revolve girls like those instagram influencers who are like wearing these bathing suits that are like a hundred dollars a piece mm. and i'm just like those are the vacation baddies. so would you say that instagram influencers are different i mean not the, the vacation sorry what do you say the vacation baddies are different than the Instagram influencers? Or would you say use them? I think they're synonymous. There's this mm. one girl. Do you guys remember her? It was, she was like an Australian influencer, like fat ass, like blonde, like super, super. Oh, she made a, she's like dating this block. He's a, he's like Tory Lanez A&R. I think. Yes. Is this a fitness girl? Yes. Mm-hmm. Her. Uh, Pam, she Pamela started out. Yes, her? she started okay. out as no, a vacation. Her, she works for Airy. No, 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 not that one, not that one. Oh, okay. There's another one. It's she has. It, she used to be the face of Frankie's bikinis. Mm, okay. And she's this Australian her, but... girl. She's hot, like, but like super bronze, like whatever. And now she's like a YouTube vlogger, whatever. But she started out very much as a vacation baddie, perceived on Instagram because she lived in the, on the coast of Australia. So oh. she had all this content of her being on the beach on vacation in New Zealand, like all over the islands on like that side of the world. And she made such a huge following that she was literally the face of Frankie's bikinis. And like, now she's married to like this ultra, like attractive chocolate man is like doing all these like bathing suit brands. Like honestly, vacation baddies respect to them. If I had a hot body, I would do the same thing. The only thing that I want to say with like, 
IG influencers. And even when we talk about like sugar daddy, sugar daddies, sugar babies, the, that girl, like it's just, and this is, I just want people to know it's just not sustainable. And like, I just think we are really raising a society that like is like fuck work, fuck, even like fuck college. Like I posted a TikTok about this because like the amount of kids that dropped out in like the first week of college was yeah. like literally disgusting. I like, saw that. And I was like, I don't what think, do you mean? No, I disagree with you. I don't think college is for everyone. It's in the advantage of people that are going to college to have people drop out of college. College is not for everyone. I think our generation yeah, I'm not saying has forced I, I'm, people to go to college when people don't need to be in college. Like Natalie is saying is that people see this, these lifestyles that people live on Instagram and they're just like, they get to college. They literally cry about being homesick for a week. And then they leave, go back to their hometown and be like, you know what? I'm going to be a vacation baddie, or I'm going to be a sugar baby, or I'm going to be like on that once. They don't get like a sustainable career. No, because they think they see these things on social media that they think like a Victoria, like they think it's too hard. They literally like I was seeing videos of girls being like went to my first class, like not for me. Like if I'm sorry, but if you can't last like I get it. College is not for everyone. That's definitely 100 percent true. But one, there's a privilege that comes with not being able to have to go to college. That's like the number one thing. Like, I mean, truthfully, I didn't have an option to not go to college. I'm pretty sure for most of us, we were raised that you were going to go to college. I wasn't going to go to college. And my mom was like, you're going to college. Exactly. So the privilege behind it, one. And two, it's like, I'm sorry, but if you can't last like a class, like, I mean, thinking about it now, what I do, like work-wise, thinking about college, I'm like, God damn, it was so easy. And like the fact that they can't get through that, I'm like, I'm sorry, but you guys are going to have a hard fucking life because life is hard. And if you guys just think, but I think that's their problem. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't but really it's just, but when um, I mean, that's what we're talking about though. Right. I it's like this image like- and like what people pull from that image. And it's just not, and, and I think we're all smart. Enough I, think to it, know, like, I think it can this be is nice, but not realistic. I think it, it can, can be sustainable. But it's not sustainable for everyone. No, but right. I, but that's what, but that's where, that's where the smarts comes in, right? So it's, so it's gonna, first of all, I think there's a couple, it's an uphill battle, but if, I think if you want to do it and you can do it, why not? Like, I don't think we should deter people from doing it. Like we, like, for example, Steve I'm was not someone who we I'm literally not shitting on anyone that does this. I'm just saying like, you should have like Brittany Broski. She's, I follow her on TikTok. I love her. She's so oh, love her. He has a college degree. That is. He worked at a tax insurance agency for two years before she became famous on TikTok. And I've heard her do interviews where she's like, I know this isn't going to last forever. I'm having a blast doing it now, but I'm so thankful that I have a degree and that I know once this expires, I am smart enough to get a job or to do something like that. And I don't think everyone, I just don't think personally, everyone is ready for all that. Yeah. But I, but I also feel like, okay, so when I was in college, right. And it's not that it was difficult. It's that you, I mean, it's easy to say, oh, it's easy now, but you have so much going on when you're in college, right? You're leaving home for the first time. You're with, out with a bunch of new people. Um, you're making new friends. You're dating. You also have to pass your classes. A lot of us had to work because we couldn't just d- d- rely on our parents, paying our rent, paying our car, paying our phone. Yeah, um, we have to survive. So we have to work. We have to go to school. We have to also be social. Like there's, there's a lot going on in your life at that point in time. Right. Then you, then you get to the end of your career, your college career, and you have to start thinking about jobs, internships, et cetera. So it is a very overwhelming stage in your life, probably the best time of my life, but still a very difficult time. And there are many times that I was like, I could 
make money being a stripper. Like I know I could. <laughs> and and listen, y'all know me. Like I mean, I'm not the most rhythmic person, but all I have to do is shake my ass when I get up there and learn a couple pole tricks. Like you're not rhythmic at all. That's that's fine, but but listen, <laughs> it, it, I, I know a lot of bitches. We've all been to strip clubs. You don't really need to be out there doing pirouettes. Um, not pirouettes, bitch. You can get up there, literally do pole tricks, and you could be good. And I have a lot of body strength. I was like, I could do pole tricks. I could do this. I could. I could do it. And I follow a YouTuber. Her name is Christina Villegas. She's from Chicago. Here's the thing. You, if you're going to do this, if you're going to go into a career, like, I don't know, Instagram modeling, uh, travel baddies, vlogging, stripping, whatever, sugar daddy, babying. I don't know what, if that's a career, like whatever you want, escort, I, whatever you want to do, that's totally fine. TikToker. I don't know. The thing is, I agree with you. You don't need to have a degree in today's day and age to do anything you could literally trade cryptocurrency and be a millionaire and make more money than the rest of us idiots that are making under or about six figures and we're i mean that's that's that right so like i think you can make it big and you can do this thing back to the point of bringing up christina villegas she was a stripper from the age of 18 she's now 23 she's retired she owns multiple properties she has a clothing line for other strippers and she's also a youtuber and she but makes that's millions like, of that's, dollars that's even that like glam not not that you're almost like glamorizing it and yeah. this is that not that it's bad what she's doing and how she and, and i don't have anything to be against, a millionaire no but, but i have nothing let me finish let me finish that money can and I then finish? Chill and I be finish? like a homeowner and like rent properties out finish can I finish? Thank you. Anyways, what I was going to say is that it's glamorizing it because it's not realistic to think that everyone's going to have enough street smarts and, and that intelligence to, to, but that's to, their problem. I'm yeah. But then but when you're, Jeanette, shut up. I'm not done. When you're teaching, when you're telling people that College, I'm not saying college is for everyone, but if you're not going to go to fucking college, you better have enough street smarts to make it outside of college. The problem is, is that the majority of people don't have enough street smarts to make it out of college. So by telling people like, oh, you shouldn't go to college, you shouldn't get a degree or if call it like for people to make it seem like college isn't for everyone. Like. People are glamorizing that college isn't for like 80% of the people who are graduating high school. When in reality, college probably isn't for 20% of the people who are in college. And those are the people who will go out to be cryptocurrency millionaires, who will start off stripping and then end up buying houses and buying property and owning a wing stop. I don't know, like doing shit like that. Or I'm just thinking an olive garden, (laughs) an olive garden of Ruby Tuesdays. I don't know, a McDonald's or Chick-fil-A because, you know, the Lord forgives or whatever. I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I think it glamorizes it to say and now we've gotten off topic whatever i think because we're gonna end here i think it glamorizes it to say that anyone no one has to go to college that's bullshit because someone has to go to college and majority of the people don't have fucking street smarts and majority of these kids who are dropping out of school are not smart enough 
to hustle because they come from a privileged home. They're not smart enough to hustle and make it. I was in college and I was still fucking hustling. So do you, guys, do you guys know that girl on TikTok, Jenna Palak or something? Like she's from Austin, Texas. Yes, yes. And she launched yes, her own podcast. Yes. If you go through the comments, people <gasps> literally rip her to shreds. Oh my God. And there's like a whole hashtag out canceling her because she started basically like she graduated from, I think she went to UT and she graduated. In no, she's UT. not from Texas. She's, she's from, not from Texas. No, she's from the, like the Midwest or something. Okay. Like, well, she graduated yeah, from college. And then during quarantine, she started creating these TikTok videos talking about like how corporate America is shit. You shouldn't work in corporate America. Like you can make it out on your own. Da, 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 da. She got a job at TikTok because obviously she went viral for like all these like helpful tips in life. I don't know how. She created she a-, a resume on TikTok. Like her resume was a TikTok video. And but she like, was like, help so me get a job there. She got hired. And now she has a podcast that's all about leaving corporate America and sustaining her lifestyle with social media. Hold on. Wait, and- v, I, like, I just want to correct you on a couple things. I no, that's what she did. I literally yeah. was watching these videos. Her, her, tic- her podcast started because she wanted to find new things. It's called Fun on Weekdays. And it's about the things that you can do outside of your nine to five job once you leave work at 5 p.m. Because she was like, I want to make life fun. And then now like few like two months in she quit her corporate america job and is now uh doing influencing first time and people are fucking raising hell Go but the thing that. is that on her podcast she talks about leaving corporate america because people are just like how are you gonna say you have fun on the weekdays when you don't have a job right. that's what i'm saying so yes. now she's giving all this advice and people are saying how can you give advice about this when you are come from a very privileged background where you were able to fall on your parents to pay for your rent. You were able to do these things. And yes, now you're launching a very successful podcast and you have all these influencers, but how are you putting that rhetoric out there when she's there's not other, realistic when there's other people and she's like 22, 23, like she's a young girl. I think, I think, it's I think it just goes back to like the issues the with social media, like putting out these false ideas in people's heads like but they can do not, all these things it's not people's responsibility to it's monitor not i'm not saying content. it's not but i'm saying that's not the argument jeanette like we're not just what I'm saying. Saying. taking the argument somewhere else. else no i'm saying that it's fine if people do want to pursue that pursue that and if they fail that's their problem and if their parents let them come home from college that's their parents problem if i'm you not th- saying that i'm saying that there's an issue with you being like quit your job you can do this you can do that when the people like if i did that in college i'd be fucking homeless i couldn't right. sustain that mm-hmm. and that's your fault for following their lead I exactly just- jeanette that's what i'm saying it's so I rhetoric agree, but i feel like she can still go out there and put out those videos right like like dave ramsey and make money off of it there's a certain level of fraud I feel like opposed to it. I, I feel like we fraud. think of a. I feel like we think of fraud in a very in this podcast episode. I'm so sorry, listeners. No, it's taken a completely like different fucking awesome. turn. But there's a certain level of fraud. This no, is what there's I a certain saying. level of fraud, and when we think of fraud, we it's like the fire fest of it all. We think of it in a very like old school term of fraud is like someone fraud frauding you out of your money you're frauding people out of a lifestyle and because everything is so social media driven now everything we do is social media companies my company our budget is bread and butter is google tiktok and facebook and instagram google facebook and tiktok bread and fucking butter Going off really on what like Vanessa, and then we're saying. gonna go to Nat Nat with Nat. Yeah, so we're about to wrap this up. But I think the example that Vanessa brought up was literally perfect. Like, 
this girl who got, and here's the, this is the issue is these people get these followings based off of, yeah, sometimes it is just being realistic and it is just cooking and it, or it's cleaning or it's just like doing, or it's having a nine to five job. And then they get some sort of following and people are like, wow, I love this like relatable content. Then they move to LA and then they become influencers and then they get all these brand deals. And yes, that happens to some, and it seems to be happening to more people nowadays, but it does not happen to everyone. And yes, like take your, shoot your shot, do your thing. Lord knows I've been trying to get viral on TikTok for the last few months. And I have not Natalie, been- side note, my aunt was like, oh, your little friend, Nat, Nat Cab came up on my FYP today. Oh, and I was <laughs> like, my little friend. Nat- <laughs> oh my God. I was like, not my aunt calling you out. This is, that's so funny. Well, did she like it? She's got, I got to text her. I got to find out which one. Um, but yeah, Lord knows I've been trying to get viral and if it happens, it happens. And yeah, hell yeah. I pack my bags. Like the TikTok sound does LA call me or do I call them? But at the end of the day, a lot of us, and this is just what I want to hit home. A lot of people do have realistic nine to five jobs. They have children to take care about. They have family members to think of, like they have bills they have to pay. And so if you're seeing someone's lifestyle and you're like, wow, I'm obviously not like pretty enough or like hardworking enough to do this or blah, blah. There is most of the time some sort of privilege behind it. And that's just the unfortunate truth. You do have the ability to work hard and make that happen, but it doesn't always happen. And you know, that that's it. That's a mic drop. It is now time for net, net, with that, net, net, with that. So that's what we're about to do, bitches. Um, hope you enjoyed the topic. We love arguing with each other, even though it sounds like we fucking hate each other right now. We don't. Um, we actually really love each other. So yeah. There's nothing wrong with a little argument. Yeah, it keeps things spicy. Honestly, if I don't argue with you guys, like, <laughs> why are we friends? Whatever. And have you noticed that we're half air signs, half fire signs? So this is like a fun dynamic. against fire. Flamethrower. There's two guess Geminis. what? There's two Geminis, so there's actually like six people recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Better. Imagine when we first started, we had like 15. All right, everyone. Um, so a couple of hot ticket items that I want everyone's opinion on. And I just want to share with you that, you know, the media is not talking about, but they should. And I'm just going to kick off with honestly, one of the best articles I've ever read. And I'm going to give you guys uh, an opportunity to guess it. So Eminem has opened up a restaurant in his hometown of Detroit. Eight and, mile. and I want each of you to guess what the name of the restaurant is. It's called I'm, eight mile. I'm going to go with Jeanette or slim shady. Actually, I'm going to change my vote. It's slim shady. Vanessa, do you have a guess? Eight mile. Mm, you're not with us. Maybe something after Haley, his daughter. So I'm gonna go for Haley. Oh, that's cute. So great guess, but it's an Italian restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti. Mom's. Oh, oh I love that. Wait, that's wait. Amazing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. The line was breaking up arms. a little bit. Yeah, it like his song "Knees Weak, Arms Are Heavy, Vomit on a Sweaty." Mom's oh, Spaghetti. spaghetti. That's the name of the place. Honestly, that's iconic. First of all, sir, you are wealthy. You could have afforded a better PR branding. No, this is perfect. I think it's perfect. I love it. I think that's amazing. I like it. It's an Italian place. They sell spaghetti and meatballs. Right. 
Italian item. Is he is he Italian and we didn't know? No, I think he just wanted to. I think he's just Anglo-Saxon. Not an Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> Not the Cockneys. And yeah, so definitely if you're in the Detroit area, check out Mom Spaghetti. They had their grand opening. And it seems like it's just like a little, it doesn't seem like it's too big. Like I literally think they just sell spaghetti. I wonder if so. he trademarked trademark that. He should. should. I think right? he probably, I mean, there's some sort of copier when you like open a business, I think. But um, not always. True. That's one piece of fun news for NetNet with Nat. Um, And second, I think would bring us into something I've wanted to talk. We've talked a little bit about this off the podcast, but I saw an interesting TikTok again today, as I always see. So Benifer, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, and I'll let me just share my thoughts. So Obviously, we have these latest photos. We've been seeing photos for weeks. But these latest photos, they're literally making out outside of a building in the middle of New York. Like, hello. I love that for them. I'm so fucking over them. J-Lo has been known to call paparazzi on herself. Like, you can't tell me they want to be private. Wait, has she really? Yes. 100%. They all have. The Kardashians are all the time. She's the definition of a fucking social climber. I just want to call that out. Yeah, absolutely. But we're happy for her. I'm I happy for her too, but she climbed that fucking social ladder. Shit, bitch. So I saw this TikTok and it was like what the media saw. And it was all the pictures of the two of them making out outside of the building. And then it was like what I saw. And it was this girl in Central Park. And there were like two or three images of literally Ben Affleck like screaming at Jennifer Lopez. And he's like a cigarette in his finger. I'll send it to you guys. And it's like, and she was, she just like, kind of wrote in the comments like I definitely heard them arguing and like all this stuff but the picture is like he looks pissed in them and she's just like standing there trying to be discreet and at first I was like oh my god true love they're back together but now after seeing that and granted that's a one-sided thing but I just think after the A-Rod of it all, after him going to rehab and everything, I I am starting to think it's a PR relationship. I have a conspiracy theory against this. I think that they got together because he was climbing down that social ladder, becoming down Uh, to like B, C, D list. mm. And J-Lo, obviously A-Rod cheated on her with the reality TV star. So obviously- Is that what happened? He cheated allegedly. on her allegedly with the girl from Southern Charm. Oh. And yeah, apparently he flew her out allegedly. So I think that Damn. get flewed out. So I think that they Flown. got together for her to fix his image and for her to look like, look at me, I bounced back and I'm doing it now with someone from the early 2000s just to get the people going because this is what the people want. Yeah. So I think it's all a PR stunt. Kanye like, said it gets the people going. And the pictures that uh, Natalie's referring to, I saw them on Twitter and you're, they're walking. And I'm like, how can you be walking aimlessly with a Starbucks in your hand? And there's like three paparazzi, literally like two feet behind you. Two feet. I, but also, but hear me out. You know what? People have also said that Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra yes. were PR, but they've been married for like what, like five years now or some shit like that. I think that's only a valid two. point, but I don't okay, know. I but, just think that the 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 JLo and the Ben, I think, is messy. Yeah, but I think I also it's different because like, those two are married. Like these two had literally no contact or anything with each other for like. Like it was just years. so random. Yeah. 
And it's like but, they went to Italy together on a yacht to recreate the picture from the early 2000s. Like it just looks very, very staged. And JLo knows how to work a fucking paparazzi. She These knows how to work a PR move here. too. Like she's the queen of PR moves. She knows. Yeah. She's Jenny from the block. She's been around this block. <laughs> <laughs> and her kids so, are doing well. Did you see her daughter? What's they wrong? Are, her daughter literally dyed her hair green. Apparently, what does that like, mean? No, and like, listen, apparently her daughter like dyed her hair green. She's been like failing all of her classes at her new school in LA. The boy like doesn't have any friends at the school. Apparently he's bullied a lot. Like, I feel like she just doesn't give the kids attention. Like, of course, I don't feel like she gives her. I feel like she uses her kids as an accessory. Yeah. So I like, don't, don't fucking in New York. Kids. No, they no, live in, she lives in she, LA. She moved them to LA after she broke up with A Rod because they were living in Miami. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't. Poor I was kids. Where they were living now. They're living in LA. They relocated. I wouldn't want to live in fucking LA either. I take Miami over LA anyways. Yeah, she couldn't be there. A Rod owns that town. Um, and then one quick little piece of info as well. Um, so Simone Biles finally reached our. Uh, spoke out about you know stepping away from the olympics and i read the article and oh my god like she is just really an angel she pride in, and joy. Huh? so she talked about not only she basically said that she shouldn't have gone to tokyo and once she was there yeah she was just like i should have she said i should have stepped away um she said and i quote i should have quit gymnastics way before tokyo and she basically talks about how and in case you forgot during all this time that she was training was around the Larry Nasser uh, trial, you know? So if you guys don't know, she, he was the doctor that sexually abused hundreds of girls on the um, USA Olympics gymnast team. If you've never seen athlete a on Netflix, watch it. It is such a good documentary that goes into it. It is so sad, but she was dealing with the trial And then she said once she was in Tokyo, her aunt had passed away over here in the United States as well. Oh, my God. And so she was dealing with that. She didn't have any family member around her. And um, and she really just said, I think a big part of it was the Larry Nassar thing, because, as you know, most of the girls that she's the only one of his survivors that was even still competing or doing anything. Everyone had stepped away from the sport. Uh, Michaela Maroney, Ali Raisman, all of them who testified not too long ago. Um, so she opened up about that. And then also if you haven't seen now the trial on the FBI case is crazy. I don't know if you guys know this, but basically they falsified the FBI. Um, I think her name is Maggie Nichols. She went to the FBI. She was the very first, she's like, the one who's athlete day. She's yes. the first one to come forward. So she documentary on Netflix, right? She was the whistleblower for Larry Nasser. They contacted, um, you know, the head of USA Gymnastics and the FBI and no one did anything. Michaela Maroney went and spoke with the FBI. No one did anything. And then months later, a falsified report came out. Basically, the FBI lied about meetings that happened, conversations that took place, all these things. They falsified records about what happened um, to protect Larry Nasser. So that's disgusting, isn't do, it? Do they like think that the like the I don't know what it is, like the gymnastics association would was involved because of that? They had to have been. had to have been like that. That's the only like what other reason why like what other reason would the FBI falsify right. records? These are Olympians. I haven't seen it. You should see it. It's actually oh, you so it's, watch it, it's, it's really so good. good. It's really good. 
I'll add it to my list. So yeah, basically they, all the girls had testified that the FBI, um, basically like, uh, let this abuse happen like they knew they knew all this was going on and the girls were still you know required to have him there yeah so all that stuff's crazy going on um in the media world definitely keep up with this case because it's just wild what's happening to people um and girls in sports in the olympics i just can't imagine everything and simone biles is a champ so that's everything for net net with nat today a lot of really diverse topics we got going on. So on that note, gossipers, we're going to close out this episode. I hope you really enjoyed us talking shit for lack of better words. Thank you so much, gossipers, for listening to another episode of Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip while we sip. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Gossipin' Podcast. And tune into new episodes or binge old ones on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, as well as Audible. We will see you next week. Ciao, bitches. Bye. Bye. Adios, motherfuckers.